In our last episode of 2019, we're going to be talking about our hopes and dreams for games coming out in 2020. And welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. And this is the podcast where you can chill with me and Nick as we talk about the news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. The Cube Command Podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Listen to the Cube Command Podcast and other great shows by going to www.techpodcast.com. Nick 2020 is almost upon us. The year is about to end. Aw, oh, man. Start of a new decade. Start of a new year. Start of a new journey for gaming in 2020. I like Plenty the sound of, of that. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff coming out uh, this year. A lot of stuff coming out um, in the first couple months, actually. This year had a lot of great releases. Uh, we had a bunch of uh, good stuff on the Nintendo side with uh, Luigi's Mansion, Mario Maker, Pokemon, Astral Chain. Not just from Nintendo. I guess you can also say we got you know a few Call of Duty games too. That's true. We got a lot of like the annual releases coming out, and um, there's plenty more to come this next year. Uh, some of which we do already know. Let's go ahead and and start to talk about what is coming and what we want to see from it. Um, I'm pretty sure the first one we should probably go ahead and mention is the good old Animal Crossing. But yeah, like I'm actually both really excited. I think from our other podcast, we discussed it a little bit too. Yeah, I think when, around when it was announced, uh, mm-hmm. because we haven't seen Animal Crossing game in something like five or six years. Yeah, and I wasn't going to restart my one on 3DS because that was a, a complete failure. <laughs> six months <laughs> and I just failure? actually stopped. Oh, so everyone was... in your town is dead. No, it's they're not dead. They just moved out. Isabella's depressed now and i mean she has less work on her hands now she has no work on her hands what do you mean got nothing to do that's her fault yeah you're right it's it's her fault you she drove you away from the town it sounds about right (laughs) well i mean we're gonna go back to good old animal crossing in march 2020 a lot of oh man gosh that's a lot of 20s this (laughs) this game is uh it's very different uh from from what is a new leaf uh premise wise because in this one, you're going to an island, your own island, and there's absolutely nothing on this island. Nothing. Sounds about right. Tom Nook dumps your butt on a on an island and tells you, all right, get some food somehow. Build something. Build, build something. <laughs> Make me a town. And uh, you're like, all right, I guess I don't have a choice because this tyrannical raccoon has put me on this island. I have nothing to do, nothing to fend myself with. So... Here you are on this island, you get to make stuff and survive and invite villagers to your town. We don't really know much about this game other than what it looks like and the new crafting system they've uh, introduced. Because they, they're going to Minecraft room, man. Or should I say Terraria? It's not exactly Minecraft, more of Terraria. Yeah. Something along those lines. Uh, survival aspects. Even though, who's, who's going to die in Animal Crossing? If you die in Animal Crossing, you're bad at gaming. All right? You can lose bells, you can go bankrupt, Tom Nook can have your soul, whatever. If you die in Animal Crossing, oh, you're not playing it right. Oh, I can lose my right. soul in there? 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I did not sign up for that. Yeah, he's got those little jars of souls he keeps in the bag. These are the people who haven't paid my debts. Man, there's Animal Crossing Reaper now. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. More <laughs> debts I got to pay. I'm surprised they, they don't have an Animal Crossing version of the Reaper. They lit, they have an Animal Crossing version of Santa Claus. They have a uh, black market salesman. Uh, and they have the tax collector, the three big Yo, two of them are already urban scary. legends. But huh? that debt collector, though, who <laughs> Scariness. Yeah, the deck collector's the one you have to look out for. I guess he's on Halloween. <laughs> they do have Halloween events, yeah. Here's the thing. Animal Crossing is a kind of game where it's like you have to live it, you know? Mm-hmm. Because... Changes during the seasons, yeah. which that's also a big thing. The whole like town aspect will change during seasons. Fall, winter, spring, and summer. Whole town changes. The villagers' attitudes change. They have a bunch of events. So much fun. And not only that, but this one's going to be on the Switch, and it's going to be the first home console Animal Crossing game in, like, over a decade. I think Wild World was 2000... Somewhere between 2007 and 2009, I think. I think it was 2000, 2008 or nine. It was Wild... Not Wild World. City Folk. We haven't had a console Animal Crossing game in a while. And uh, it's mostly been handheld. But you are still going to play with a handheld. Just, uh... You can put, you can dock it for those sweet, sweet graphics. To be honest, I think that should be a good game to play on road trips. That was the perfect game for Definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, you know, you can uh, you can experiment with the new new possibilities they give you, and whatever new events they do, maybe that could be cross compatible with new releases. I'm know? just excited for the customizable for the actual character. Now we can oh, actually yeah. choose now instead of having to go through riddles to get what your character is going to look like. I forgot about that. You can you can change very specific mm-hmm. details of your face. I'm hoping they can actually have my hairstyle. Yeah, variety Because I, I had to go with like kind of like a mild spiky hair. That was as close as I could get. I had to do the really well combed one because I have straight hair. <laughs> to be honest. Did not look he was like a me proper though. looking one. Yeah, I know. Like, there's me. And there's a, Nick's like, hi. <laughs> Whoa, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wash my hair. It's rough out there, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that you had to um, solve riddles to get your hair color and your mm-hmm. your hair changed. And it's like you had to look up. If you didn't want to mess up and have to wait a day, you had to like, you had to look up a guide. Yeah, that's what I did. As soon as I got it, I was like, wait, okay. So I'm just going to restart and do this. I was like, oh, okay. That's not, I don't like that. I I think randomization for that kind of, for that kind of stuff is in the past. Giving, you know, streamlining so your players get exactly what they want and when they want is mm-hmm. really what's crucial here, for being honest. Yeah, but you not only can change your hair, you can change your nose shape, your eyes, and... Dang, uh, we get nose jobs now. <laughs> yeah, no free <laughs> nose jobs at that. And you can also change your skin color without having to stand outside and get a tan. That's very appreciated. Alongside the customizable options, we have no idea what this game is really capable of we have no idea where the shops are we don't know what's beyond nook's freaking like barter tent or whatever it is mm-hmm. um we haven't even seen isabel yet and that's really puzzling this game comes out in like three months and it was it was showcased about six months ago roughly six or seven months ago and we still don't have much information on it and so you know going into 2020 i'm hoping january you can get a nice good direct and they kick it off with some good old Animal Crossing right then and there. True. You know, that's my hopes. 
My hopes are to play this game and to live this game and to love this game. Because I'm hoping they'll also release some more information because I kind of am interested, like, when you start off, what would there be as your first time? Because, you know, like in New Leaf, each uh, town had their own, you know, unique, specific fruits, people, different items. I'd like to actually get a guide a little bit before I might, like, look around. This is just to make sure what I I actually want. Oh, I have no doubt that they'll have uh, maybe a Tom Nook tutorial. They'll tell you, you know, the gist of what's going on a little better than they did in uh, New Leaf. Because New Leaf, they, you had to follow around Isabel, and that was kind of a pain. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, this is going to be their first Animal Crossing game. Because the 3DS sold very, very well. But the Switch is also doing numbers and bringing people back into the world of Nintendo, who skipped out on it a couple generations ago. So for a lot of people, this is going to be their first Animal Crossing game. So I think teaching them the ropes is very, very important this time around, even more so than New Leaf. Mm-hmm. But that said, the, the, the mystery of some of the mechanics in this game is what makes Animal Crossing for me. You know, some of the, you know, you go into Red's tent and you find out one of the paintings is not real or one of the paintings is real. I thought that was fake. easy. Yeah, but it's a cool it's a cool world building thing, you know? It's like there's actual there's little cute mm-hmm. animals out here making counterfeit paintings. It's like, bro, what you doing to my town is selling these fake ones. <laughs> yeah, it's like wait, Red, aren't you like shouldn't you be like a wanted criminal or something? It's like okay. Um and, and not only that, but there's like there's a rock in your town that's breakable every time and you know, there's balloons in the sky and UFOs and you know, if you you watch the TV at four AM there's an alien. It's like there's so many like little things that it's it, you might not even see half this stuff when you're playing the game, but it adds up. Mm-hmm. It really does. So Animal Crossing is probably going to be the big juggernaut of the year is what I'm thinking. And uh, really looking forward to it. Okay, so I know you had another game. Oh, yeah. This one comes <laughs> right in January. Oh, wait. Ready really? for next year. Yep. January 17th of 2020s when it will be released now what is this game this game is dragon ball kakarot oh wow okay it's uh the dragon ball rpg right yep now what what is what is this game like what is when you're going to sell this game to someone what is this kind of similar to dragon ball z infinite world which that's pretty similar it's like pretty much you're like roaming around collecting stuff that's probably one of the few first rpg versions then there was ultimate team kaichi which we don't discuss. Why? What's wrong with that one? <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty bad Dragon Ball game. Was it RPG? It was a, in a sense, it was. I think that was like for them just like kicking it off. You know what? That probably was like just a development to practice, see how it was. But it was like in that game, there was a, you know, kind of a little mini game, rock, paper, scissors. No one liked that. Yeah. The randomization. Yeah. Ugh. No. But coming back to this, this is honestly a very promising dragon ball game not not like normal you know like fighters or any of the other ones this one's actually really unique in its own way you're actually playing through the exact stories i mean you know like every other game (laughs) oh nothing new there (laughs) but it's like when you're doing it you're roaming around as that character but it goes towards different sagas so when you begin, you're, you know, obviously you're going to start off at the, uh, I believe it's the Saiyan Saga. Yeah, Saiyan Saga. Then, like, it's actually really cool. You get to fish, actually eat, talk to random people. I think you can, I think you can drive too. Oh, yeah. There, I think. There's a little mini game where you can 
uh, drive as like Piccolo or Goku. Mm -hmm. I'm actually excited to um to get to Majin Buu Saga so I can play as Great Saiyan Man Gohan. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and just like roam around the town like that. It's it's a action adventure game, mm -hmm. like role playing. Yep. Um, where you're in this big open world, and you switch between different characters. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm not entirely sure if you can switch them instantly, or you might just play through each of them through the story. Oh, that would make sense. Because, yeah, who else are you going to play in the Cell Saga except Gohan? Let's be honest. Cell? Uh, yeah. I w you know what? Maybe <laughs> Living out the could, dream. <laughs> that would be kind of cool playing as a villain for a little bit. Hey, maybe maybe they'll have a villain like, mode. Get, get towards there. I think that would be really cool. But it's just like the fight scenes look so good. I don't know if like it's mainly like just normal fight or it's just a boss battle, but it looks very promising. It looks honestly, I wouldn't say close to the anime, but it's like it's what you would expect from like a Dragon Ball game. Just a whole 3D effect, all the key blasts just spreading around the whole area is so good. So what makes it different from the Xenoverse uh, series? Let's see. Because those were those were 3D fighting games. Those were one then, on one. Mm hmm. Even taking it back towards the uh, Budokai, Tenkaichi, oh, yeah. those are also 3D also. But yeah, the, I mean, you could say that Xenoverse was uh, also an uh, action-adventure RPG. But it's like, uh, the story, we're like not going toward a time-traveling anymore. I'm hoping that's not the case. Because <laughs> no. they, they overdid that way too much. I'm kind of sick of it. Now, this one, you're not making your own character. I don't think so. I'm, I mean, you probably could, but that's probably like in another option maybe so they, they probably kept that i'm not totally sure i don't think i'll look that up yet so the combat is still i mean it's a dragon ball game so the combat oh, yeah. is still like the centerpiece of this game mm -hmm. i think it's actually improved more it's actually like if you go look at the trailer and look at definitely uh gameplays it's definitely a faster pace you're able to like vanish a little bit more i'm pretty sure it consumes more stamina too so what makes it is like the character's controls different? Is it different? Is it like no lock on? Like what? What makes this uh, different from Xenoverse? Because I I was watching that video show me where Vegeta's fighting the Cybermen, and it's like there's not exactly like a lock on where the where your your camera's always pointing to your opponent. It's like you kind of go between different characters, kind of like um Arkham, but like Dragon Ball. I think of. so. See, I'm not totally sure from that. I was thinking about it because it, normally you would have that little lock on icon. But it looks like you're just free to like look at it. Like I'm pretty sure it'll auto lock into something, but it won't be like, you know, like, in your face. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like a Z Z targeting, like in Zelda. I guess you so. Hold you can say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the game looks beautiful. Like the art style, mm -hmm. they're still using the cell shaded stuff, just like in Fighters. Looks great. Um, I think there is a cool thing about it though. There is a leveling system. A leveling for, system. Mm -hmm. So, from what I was reading and looking at um, from an interview, uh, like, let's say you're playing as Goku. Mm -hmm. From level 1 up to 50, if you use your Kamehameha, you're going to see a drastic size change from each level for that thing. It it becomes huge once you get, I, I don't know, maybe the highest level, maybe 60? That's what he was at. I don't, it might He might get higher. But it was like it was like this little stream from like the same saga, and then you go over to the last saga. It's huge. It's humongous. <laughs> is that like the it takes up, like the whole screen? That, that's how big it is. Is it a character level, or is it I think the, it is a character level. level. Okay, it might be character level. Huh. 
so you, the characters keep their stats so mm-hmm. you can literally see them grow yeah the side. that's neat because you get to cool. watch them and it's like wow yeah there's a lot of consistency in between sagas so the Goku you left off in the Sand Saga is going to be the same Goku you pick up in the Namek Saga, and then he's going to have the same abilities and the same levels and whatnot. I'm pretty sure that that's the case. That's neat. Because uh, hopefully it's like when the leveling, you'll like unlock a new move. I'm hoping that's how it is. It's like when you hit this part, you can use this now. And then you just swap out the moveset. Well, I'm sure you can do like side quests and stuff. Like the filler oh, yeah. episodes, they make them oh, the side quests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely side quests. Oh, so you can like grind mm-hmm. yep. in between sagas. Yep. There'll be different missions for you to do as you're roaming around. There is like a little dragon radar, so that'll help you out. Oh, cool. You know? That's kind of like, like the little map system. I think that's really cool. And then also you're able to um, uh, use a Nimbus in the earlier levels, which is actually really cool. I think Gohan might be able to use it too. I haven't seen that in a while. I know. That's why I'm excited. <laughs> like, oh, they start flying. To ride Nimbus. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I was going to mention, um, just like you mentioned that there, there's going to be side quests and like you, you can drive cars, you can ride the Nimbus. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's been a while since they actually like put a lot of depth into the Dragon Ball world because yeah. like they're always introducing new opponents and stuff, but it's. Mm-hmm. Rarely do they actually have the characters sit down and talk to other people in the world and kind of you get to learn about the the world that they actually live in, like their town, Hope mm-hmm. Town, and regular Earth and the people they're actually protecting. They don't give a lot of depth to them, so it's kind of cool that you get to explore that part of Dragon Ball a little more. Definitely is. I'm also excited for the cutscenes. Oh, yeah. Some of them, though, I do have some issues with just because, like, I don't know. They're not using the English voices? No, no, they are. It's just... I don't feel like there's so much emotions in in some of the audio comparing to like past and previous Dragon Ball games. Is it is it kind of like like I love fighters, but the the dialogue in there is kind of stilted. Yeah, it's it's like meh. Yeah, like there's not really much you know going on in there. Like you don't feel anything. You're just like oh, they're just talking. It's a little. This is a little puppet. In yeah. His mouth. Like an example, there was uh they teasered the Super Saiyan three transformation i thought it was gonna be like so much hype i thought it was gonna be like you know like the um, guitar solo theme song in yeah. there nah that transformation literally went to like 20 seconds uh, instead of like a good like three minutes <laughs> okay three minutes i think is a little bit of a stretch maybe like one minute one minute but it's like they they did it too quickly and it wasn't like uh, as emotion and it was just like ah oh. no hype yeah there was no hype in it that's my only issue i mean they they still look good but there's no emotion in it to me super saiyan 3 was an event when it happened in the manga mm-hmm. you you turn that page and you saw goku with his freaking raditz hair you're like things are getting serious <laughs> i'm like bro he lost his eyebrows all right things are going down <laughs> oh not the eyebrows yeah super saiyan 3 is wild and it that kind of makes me sad that I can't really look forward to a big fan service scene with it. Because you know, that's my second favorite transformation, and they just threw it away. Well, you know... It's supposed to be the get-the-job-done-quick kind of form. But he doesn't even use it like that. In the mangas, he does every now and then, but it's like, in the anime, ugh. It's not, a, it's not like it's going to be the last you see of it. It's still going to get to use any gameplay, and they'll probably have a lot of oh, flashy yeah. attacks for it. Yeah, that's why I'm excited for the game, because I'm like, this is actually really good. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, what is it, January? January 17th. Oh, wow, that's like... That's literally... It's two and a half weeks away. Yep. Or three weeks away, sorry. I need to get a PlayStation. 
You do. You do, sir. You need to get a PlayStation. That's <laughs> what I need for all these new games coming up. You know what? Uh, perfect segue. The PlayStation 5. It's launching, what is it, next fall? I think it's next November. Is that right? Next November, I'm pretty sure. Uh, S- somewhere in the holidays. Holiday uh, 2020 is the PlayStation 5's launch. And man, I'm so excited. It's like, I know, it's like the, the, a console launch is, you know, a big event. Obviously, we're going to be excited for it, but it's mm-hmm. like the fact that it's backwards compatible, be super powerful, got a bunch of great games coming forward already, and it's compatible with the PlayStation VR we just reviewed a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm ready. Bring it on. You know? <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm just not getting on board. <laughs> hey, I mean, I mean, they'll probably have a bunch of sales on PlayStation 4s. Because I'll get Xbox again another time. Yeah. You know, get my new mini fridge. Xbox. <laughs> what is it? The Xbox Series X. Yep. It's the new one coming out too. Yeah. So those two are the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 are big ones to, one, to be excited for. doesn't look too bad, actually. I mean, like everyone's like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, it's just a block. I'm like, well, I mean, it is a block, but <laughs> at the same bulk. time, it doesn't look as bulky as the other one, to be honest. I know those like the Xbox, you know, S, which is supposed to be the smaller set. But this one, like, you can actually, like, store pretty well, I'm pretty sure. I'll be honest. The Series X looks pretty nice. It's um, simple. I, I, I make fun of it just because, like, it, it's a box and it's, like, it oh, yeah. kind of goofy. But, like, <laughs> if you're putting it next to your computer under your desk, you know, in a corner desk or something, that's going to look nice. It will look nice. Um, paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> nice paperweight. So, you know, it's got multiple uses. But, yeah, uh, these consoles are going to be some of the big releases to look forward to and it's like they're they're really going to take up most of the attention um these coming years because you know big competitors sony and microsoft you Mm -hmm. know they're bringing out their new consoles what are they going to announce for it so um and anything else you know that's coming out for them is also going to be kind of riding the coattails all right so those are some of the games we're looking forward to this coming year um but yeah this year has been pretty pretty good for q command i'd say we reached 50 episodes that was our goal hoping maybe next year we can get another 50 in <laughs> it's kind of a we're going past 50 you're going past 50 oh we're doing 100 episodes next year oh god all right let's do <laughs> no, no sleep no, no, we can't do that uh we're doing we're still keeping with the weekly format for the podcast um i think this format pretty much works i like that we you know we changed the format from the youtube channel to the podcast and hopefully we'll be able to get more of our projects out on youtube mm-hmm. um given that the holidays are over and we're going to have a lot more time to work on stuff now. Um, not only that, but more streaming, you know, uh, we're going to keep, keep continuing streaming cuphead and Mario Kart and other great games. So go ahead and uh, follow our Twitch channel, keep command. That's C U B E C O M M A N D to watch us play games. Um, you can also visit our website to keep up with the latest, uh, of our content. That's www.cubecommand.com you can uh, subscribe to our podcast. And you can also find our podcast on any great podcast app like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Google Podcasts, you know, all those great apps. Look for us there and you'll find us. And you can also find us on the Tech Podcast Network. That's techpodcast.com to find our show and many other great tech shows alike. All right, so we want to thank all you guys for tuning into our show in 2019 and looking forward to a very awesome 2020 from Cube Command. My name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. We want to thank you all for listening. And we will see you guys next year.
Nick, have you ever heard of Blueberry? Blueberry? What's that? Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads. Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me. Yeah, well, wait a second. How'd you know that? I, I didn't say that. I don't know. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Use our promo code CUBECOMMAND to get your first month of hosting free. Thank you for listening.